0: to the starting five podcast on sb nation
1: Greasy bear blues i am the one p shark what's going on everybody i just got some new money just like uh our boy triple uh triple j so i'm at underscore scott later on twitter
2: what is good everybody This your got trev aka the chief of staff of Diller brooks island we hosted my uh my alien brother today to discuss possible jaron jackson stock but i'll let him tell you about it in a minute what's good everybody
3: um uh, by alien brother he does not mean me i'm from earth um but i am looking for <laughs> the money that skyler is willing to lend since he got a new contract as well it's really shitty passing down to the big fella down low
4: the alien brother at tab secure y'all know what it is what's good y'all <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. apparently no stocks are sold according to you. Oh, no none
4: none <laughs> y'all should have bought some when i told y'all to now it's high as hell hmm
2: yeah, um, i um you know. I can still buy.
4: You can still with buy. all the, with, buy. All the with all
2: buy. the stock with all the stock that, that they cashed out oh. for me. Yeah <laughs> That's <laughs> why I tweeted you like, yo, it's time to have this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Speaking of
0: stocks not being sold, Scalder did mention it earlier about the big money Triple got guy on a four year extension for 105 million dollars. 105 million of those big ones, and he did respond by hitting a uh timely three in the game last night against the clippers but we'll get to that after we talk about his contract uh but the contract goes as uh for 2022 to 2023 uh you're getting paid 28.9 mil and it's actually a front load it goes down decreases in value every year uh 23 24 season 27.1 24 to 25 season 25.3 and 25 26 season goes down to 23.4 mil and by that point if he's playing up to his potential today probably be talking about extension by that point so this all probably changed by that point or you know if it goes the opposite way who knows what happens but uh there is a prior injury exclusion language in the contract as well so what are your thoughts and let's do it a little differently with the order i know we do always start with Scott a second so you all gonna start with you but we're gonna go to you and Sheedy first because y'all were the two who are most against
1: paying jaron hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I wouldn't say we were against it there was, hey, I there, was, there was hesitation on our side or there was at least hesitation from at least my there was my opinion about you know if if he was worth the contract. that's all I think the only thing that I had a concern of was uh, 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 uh was injury history um and the fact that you know he didn't play too well after the injury on last year but other than that, that also was my only concerns. Uh, but it's good uh, for two levels that this happened. One, it's good to it's good for both parties that the Grizzlies and both Jaron Jackson got this deal done. Sharky talked about the details of it. Um and it really protects both sides. It protects Jaron Jackson to, you know, to get a lot of his money to um to what Shidi and, and Sharky said on the front end of it. Um that allows also the Grizzlies to pay the, the front end of the contract. But also again, to your point, Sharky. He could always he could very well, you know, outplay this contract and be worth, um, you know, be eligible for an extension um, in the few years coming up. So it's it's good for that part. But then it's also to kind of see him get the contract. And then what we've seen thus far from him this season um, is somebody that's playing a little bit more free, somebody that, you know, that doesn't have to worry about, you know, am I going to get that second contract? Am I going to get that extension with? the team that, that's drafted me. He got that contract on Monday. He's played really well um, this season so far. So um, I'm ex- extremely excited for him again. I was only hesitant about giving him the contract. So um, at the end of the day, it was definitely good to see him get the money that he so far um, rightly, rightfully deserved.
3: Congratulations, Triple J. You are a $100 million millionaire, whatever it, the words are. Um, he got his money, you know, um, and Grizzly saw it as, as fit. Um, the numbers are okay, like we said, you know, front-loaded on the front end. Um, and to me, that is perfect um, for me, especially with the injury clauses as well, because in a really, really short time, we're going to be paying John Moran. There's another young man we haven't discussed about his contract in a while. So I think this is a good time to bring that up right now. Uh, We want to pay Dylan Brooks too. Um, And so his contract is getting ready to come to the end. And so we need to sign him now and soon um, as well. Um, And who knows, we might even have to pay this other young man. His name is uh, DM. Uh, You might catch him on the DM, DeAnthony Melton, as well with how he's been playing. So he's in your girl's DMs as well. Um, and so to me, I, I, I'm still not a fan of triple J. So I want to make sure we're on the record and I'm on the record of saying that, um, but I, I am a fan of great basketball and he's playing great basketball. There's nothing I can say about that. Um, he's doing what he needs to do, hitting timely shots, timely threes. Um, he's putting up the, around the 20 and seven ish stats maybe, uh, within these first couple games, actually he's doing 17, excuse me, 17 and seven, so far um and so i i think he can do a little bit better of course uh but i don't do too much into two games of the season uh give me two months in the season and we can talk there uh, but i will never i don't want to downplay a, a black man receiving their money um and i'll leave it at that
2: well congratulations 3j uh you got the money that i felt that you most rightfully deserve i think this extension was the proper uh way to give three J to extension without spending too much on him. I'm glad that he's getting this money on the front end. And of course, if things don't work out, which I don't think they will, but if, if by some chance the contract becomes movable and if he outplays it, you can always extend them down the line. Um, to Shidi's point about job and rent, we at least have him for another season because the Grizzlies did pick up his rookie option. So we, we at least have him for at least one more year. But of course we're going to have to address that down the line when we come to that. But, um, Kudos to 3J and to Skylar's point about seeing 3J playing a little bit more free. I don't think it has anything to do with his contract. I think it has more so to do with having a full offseason to basically focus on basketball as opposed to rehabbing and trying to get healthy. Uh, I think we've seen the effects of it through these two games so far. I've been uh, impressed with his play. Uh, I still think 20, 20 points. Six to eight rebounds is cool. The rebound portion is cool, but he's getting close to that 20-point mark. But we'll see uh, how things look as the season progresses. But, uh, again, congrats to 3J. So, there you go.
4: So, um, Parker, Joe, if y'all are listening, if I go three for three for these contract predictions, I need us to be talking to the Grizz front office, man, ASAP. You know, 25 mil, like I said, was the perfect amount. Uh, for Jaren, he's getting, I guess, more so a little bit more the first couple of years. And, of course, he's going down a little. But shout out to the gridfront office for working that out. Um, like I said, man, no socks sold and Jaren, Jaren Jackson. You can see him. Like, you can just see the, the bounce in him. Like, he seems more, you know, energetic, more in tune with what's going on. And it, it's been beautiful to see so far. Like, I know it's only, like you said, she did two games into the season. But what we're seeing now is what we've been wanting to see from Jaren, you know, since, since the bubble, really. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he does and um for the rest of the season. If he can get to 20 points a game, cool. Um I had him around 18 and, and I think it was like 18 and eight, something like that, or uh, eight rebounds. So if he can get those numbers, um that'll be great. Um as far as like you know, everybody else contracts and extensions go, their their time will come, but right now let's let's just focus on what's in front of us and you know, salute and Jaron Jackson on on securing the bag. Um I'm happy the Grizz did it early in the season because now he does get to, you know, one, play with a free sense of mind, right? And I know as basketball players, as contracted basketball players, that's one of the best things to do is not having to worry about your money. Um But two, you can still tell that this is a proven contract, you know, Jaren, you know, prove that you're going to be worth, you know, the max four years from now. So I'm I'm excited to see this contract. I'm happy for I'm happy for Jaren and I'm happy for Grizz Nation because, hey, we 2-0. and o.
0: For sure, for sure. So, I mean, um, 105 million, I thought it was about accurate. I mean, early in offseason, I was thinking like 90, but I, I didn't think like, okay, 105 is declining contract. You know, they got injury language. Um, my whole thing about Jaron throughout reason I was kind of like on the fence on undecidedness between looking to trade for him. I was like open to any side because I was like, injury was my main thing. I knew his talent level, dope. his player, I like he can be better. I knew his struggles last season came from him being out. How long he was out? Eight, nine months you're not going to come back and be yourself out there missing that time and coming back on a playoff team and trying to fit into a rotation. So him struggling out there, I didn't really take too much into that, but uh, it was just like, can he stay healthy? Um, he hasn't done that, So that's the biggest thing about him. That's always been the biggest thing to me. Can he stay healthy? I do think he's better than a uh, certain players who didn't get played by the Phoenix Suns. Um, I've always thought that, but, one player stays healthy, and it was DeAndre A. Stays healthy. And Jaren didn't, but Jaren got paid. And DeAndre A didn't, so because <laughs> he wanted a whole lot more. But, of course, <laughs> but if we didn't get to all that, but man, shout out to Triple J, shout out to um the Grizzlies front office. I, it, I, I'm, I enjoy this front office, they're they're much different than Chris Wallace. Um, they're gonna definitely pay the guys, they're paying them a, a good uh price. So. Shout out to him and let's get into the week one recap. Uh, so disclaimer we are recording before the Lakers game. We did predict the Lakers game last week, so we're going to talk about it next week because show comes out Monday. We're recording on Sunday, they play Lakers at eight o'clock at night time. We're not recording it late, so uh, <laughs> let's go to the two games we did see before this recording, and that is I was at the Cavs game, uh, the opening night of the regular season, and the Clippers game Saturday night. Uh, well, I, I wasn't at there, I watched it, uh, of course, but uh surprisingly watched it. Valley Sports uh need to get their stuff fixed I know a lot of people had some troubles audio myself included uh watching games in silence yeah but shout out to the Grizzlies. is uh, a shout out to John Morant uh making me look like a uh, genius right now Or it is just two games to the season but if can they looking like it right now so far but how y'all feel
1: about the first this week's uh first two games feel great about it God you got the I, I... Predicted that we'll go two one Like you said, we still have the, the, the Lakers game um uh, left to be played, but I predicted that they will uh, beat the, the Cleveland Cavaliers and beat the Clippers. Um, uh, but John Moran has looked on a totally different level. Uh Sharky, you talked about um him, you know, potentially being an MVP candidate, and his numbers so far reflect just that That again, you know, if as long as they win the division, as long as they have a pretty decent record, they're not fighting it for the eighth-ninth spot. John Moran can be an MVP candidate. And he, along with everybody on the team else, is, is is playing well. John Moran can get to the paint at any point. There's I can't think of too many people in the league that can probably stay um in front of him to uh, you know to prevent him from doing so. But not only is he doing that, he's getting buckets for himself, but he's getting buckets for other teammates. Um that, that attack against the Clippers to kind of close out the game and, and get uh, Triple J that, that open jumper to kind of seal it was again that 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 was textbook you saw the the two cornerstones of the franchise uh you know be able to close the game out so that was definitely good to see we we're off to a really good start i love the energy i love what we're playing with you kind of almost forget that dylan brooks is not there yet so it, it will definitely be interesting to see you know how he fits into the lineup when he gets back that's a defensive presence that you know they will definitely need when they get back so um everything is well. Tom brand has been really good
2: Speak for yourself about uh, missing Dylan Brooks because it, it's showing in these rotations that uh, Taylor Jenkins has been throwing out there these past two games. But uh, I'm impressed with the Grizzlies so far with these two games. Now, I predicted them to go 3-0. and We'll see what happens uh, with the Lakers game. and we'll, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, I just feel just from a standpoint of where the other teams are playing early in, in, in the season, so why I made the choice I made for the Grizz to go 3-0 uh Cleveland was a tough matchup to start the season because of their length and their size with that starting five uh, but of course Memphis was able to pull away late and then the impressive win um against the Clippers last night and I'm just gonna take the time just to shout out the guy that everybody was gonna apparently was gonna hate but I was sitting there and it's like oh no you're not gonna hate him you're gonna love him by game three and that's big Stephen now uh Steven with the, with the huge third quarter to not only keep Memphis uh, within range, but eventually gave them the lead. I think at one point Memphis led by as much as 13 uh, going into their fourth. And then, of course, Paul George exploded, but we were able to withstand it and eventually come away with the win. Um, So kudos to the Grizzlies with this hot start. Let's just hope that th- this is maintained. Um, To Skylar's point, John Morant has looked – Year three job is looking like year three rust. And I'll let my alien brother tell you about that because he's been preaching that for practically before the season started. But again, kudos to the Grizz on the hot start, man. They're not only scoring points in the paint, but they're also hitting double digit threes, which is a perfect recipe for success. So, yeah, kudos, to the Grizz, kudos.
3: Yeah, he said, "Guys, I she was about to pick it up too. Get, get, talk about that alien brother again. Again, I'm from planet Earth." Um, <laughs> but um, what I'll say about the Grizzlies is uh, one thing that Cap um, hit on last week, and want to make sure we reiterate: um, we saw the Cavs, and we put a hurting on the Cavs. Um, we didn't try to take this team lightly um, at all, and I appreciated that. I think the Clippers also could have been a game that we didn't see. You know, I guess as a tough team um but you know yes paul george scored 41 yeah but you look at the rest of the stats for everyone else if paul george is gonna go off for 50 and we win and the rest of the teams got whatever it, it is what it is as long as we got a w uh we'll definitely take that um you can ask kevin durant about his 49 and whether or not he would have received that 50 instead of that 49 um but in regards to the grizzlies and what's happening so far, you have five players that are averaging right now in double digits, uh, with Stephen Adams being the lowest at, at 12, uh, but John Moran up there at 32. And the thing that is a Taylor Jenkins bread and butter to me, you talked about rotations. Um, our bench is giving us at least 22 points a game. Um, and that's huge. And I love to see that um, because that means even when we do get Dylan Brooks back in and what have you, um, players know how to score. Um, now, of course, of lineups. Yes, I agree. I think the one thing I would like to see from Jenkins, um, if there is a critique so far as to where we're at now, um, be, uh, before we get into next week, is you have to keep one of the Schuyler's people um, cornerstones on the floor at the same time. You have to have Ja or Triple J on the floor at any given time when it's a ball game. Now, if it's the fourth quarter and you know we are about a whole bunch, I get it. Take everybody out but at some point during the game, you must have one of those players in, if not both at all times. If we're paying both, well, we not paying Ja yet, but if we're paying that man 27, 28 million, I think this year cap uh, for Triple J, then he needs to be there if Ja cannot be.
4: Well said, well said. What, I, um, what I've what i been loving from the Grizz, of course, y'all, <laughs> we can talk about Ja Moran all day, you know, about his turn up. Um, I'm really liking just the, the like I said just the overall energy of it like like I said we talk about job. we talk about how the team gives him a ball he has the ultimate green like um for him to do what he does you know and he's doing what he does at a at a very good rate um like averaging what 30 points a game still uh, so far so it's been beautiful to see um the team just you know play hard you know they could have they could have last year's team you know, later in the season, like I said, uh, coming into this season, we gotta win the games that we're supposed to win. Like it was so many games at the end of last season that we literally gave away. And the Clippers game, you know, it could have been one of them already, but you know, our player stuff up. You talk about Big Steve doing his thing. Um, and ultimately Jaren uh Mr. Moneybags end up, you know, hitting a big shot for us, you know, telling us why he's worth the 25, 26 mil the season. So I'm I'm like I said, I'm 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 excited for for the Grizzlies. I was the one that said I don't see the Lakers going 0 3 because I knew they would lose their first games, but I can easily see them going 0 3 now. So I kind of want to change my choice right now, but we're not gonna do it. We can talk about that on the next spot. Um, but just talking about the <laughs> um, just talking about the last two games, oh. like you said, Canada. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm there. Just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> but now, just talk about the Cavs game, um, the first game of the season. Of course, it was, it was, it was a dogfight. It was, it was entertaining to watch from the start to the finish. Uh, we were able to close it out. Like I said, the Clippers, we closed it out, and and against a team that'll, you know, that'll be definitely playoff contention for sure. So to go ahead and get that dub early in the season, it, I think is very important for us. Uh, one thing that I don't like so far is Xavier Tillman ain't played a minute yet um that's something y'all know that's one of my favorite players to watch um I get that that you know coach Jenkins is trying to figure out his rotations I get it um Brandon Clark was at the end of the game last night and you know he was kind of just there you know um so definitely want to see him get more involved but I want definitely want to see Xavier Tillman at least get a minute you know um hopefully he gets that tonight because the Lakers got a lot of bigs even though they don't use them offensively um I I expect Xavier Tillman to see some clock tonight
2: but yeah, to that point, I, and I think I've noticed this throughout the Clippers game. Um, they're kind of trying to stagger, of course, like they said, stagger minutes between Ja and Jaren. So a lot of times you're seeing Jaren out there with the second unit, which is theoretically is taking minutes away from Xavier Tillman. Of course, Brandon Clark is out there, but it, it looks like he's still trying to, you know, figure out his way. I'm not going to say you know play back into shape or whatever, but he's just kind of out there right now. But you got to think. At some point, he'll get it going. But uh, I, I would like to see Xavier Tillman out there as well. Uh, but I think it's just they're trying to stagger uh, John and Jaron right now, trying to make sure w- at least one of those guys is out there. So that's probably why you saw Jaron out there with the bigs, with the second unit more uh, than just going straight with Makes Xavier sense. Tillman. Makes sense.
0: Also, I think they're matching like lineups. I think it's going to be a game-to-game basis, so – like you said, too. remember, we are recording for the Lakers game and it's comes coming back, coming back out to the Lakers game. But I do expect to see Tillman against the Lakers, a bigger team. Um, So I think it's going to matter. It's going to be an opponent type of thing. Whoever they play, he's going to kind of mix and match between him and Brandon Clark and playing Kyle Anson in the four, playing them at the three. And also when Dylan gets back, you know, figuring out the rotation from there, I, I would expect John Conchar not to play as much when uh Dylan Brooks gets back or Zaire, but Zaire has been looking, uh he, he needs to play. Uh, he's been looking pretty good, so I need him to continue to get cocked so he can develop. Um, but I'm fine with the uh, team so far 2 0. I mean, I was at the Chaos game, really, very good game. Uh, kind of almost let it get away at the end, uh, letting Darius Garland get off in the fourth quarter. But you know, it happens. The Cavs are a young team, they are they are talented. I mean, Darius Garland. Oh, they, Hunter, they, they good, uh, oh, uh, yeah, they're gonna shock them, folks. Uh, good. Evan Mobley, uh, he, he's
2: really good. I don't he's know why he's talking. We we, we gotta get we gotta give Shidi his flowers for that because he's been speaking on Evan Not Mobley for, for a while now. So kudos nice. to you for, for putting everybody on. Yeah, Rubio
4: and Rubio looking research too.
0: Yeah, he gets some threes. I'm like, bro, what what's going on here? But uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh
0: I don't know why they start marking it to three, but you know that they figured that out that that didn't make sense to me. Um uh, but
2: shout signing to me, him support. didn't make sense when you knew you was gonna draft Evan and Oh
4: hey. Don't keep
0: team though. Don't keep me started with Jared Allen, man. It might went like nine for nine in that game. And he was hitting jumpers. I'm like, oh, he didn't develop. He ain't he more than just Alu, Alu personnel. He mm-hmm. over hitting the free throw jumpers. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so they're telling a talented team. I mean, like I said, I ain't gonna like I said, I think it was gonna be close first game of the season. Another young up young, upcoming team. So good game. Job ja and rent. four quarter job ja was back. Um, uh, see him on the front row, his pops on the front row. They still, you know. Talking stuff and looking at each other, so <laughs> it was fun to be there right there. But the Clippers game, man, Clippers, like I said, I still expect the Clippers to possibly make the playoffs. Uh, Paul George is gonna keep them in the running, uh, when they still got where well, they got Eric Bledsoe, Reggie Jackson, so they're still a competitive opponent. Um, and a lot of people, national people, still pick them ahead of the grizzlies, so great win against a team that you probably I'm, i didn't see the betting lines before see what we favored tonight i don't think we probably were because it was a road game at the clippers the Our grizzlies team. were
2: a four-point underdog in this game four point
4: yeah. underdog. Yep, yep. so
2: sure. that makes sense
0: yeah so it wasn't so much we beat the opponent that we were supposed to be we really beat upon we technically is supposed to beat uh according to vegas and the national media so great win uh in that aspect and I guess we're gonna roll it over and I start off with my uh player of the week, gr- player of the week, or of the week. And I'm gonna go away from Ja, because I gotta give this man his flowers. I didn't give this guy too much a hard time last year, but I was against him possibly being a starter. I still think when Dylan Bris comes off, we need we do need a one bench score that can give us the production he's giving us. He passed two games, and that's the Anthony Milton. 20 points, uh, back to back games. And I did tweet this last night, assuming. I still think Baines should start and Baines played well too. He said he had 19 and he almost had 20 points in both games. He had 22 and 19. So both of them feeding off each other. I do think Dylan Brooks does need to start because we need we need a defense uh <laughs> when we get back because we have given over like 115 or so points uh these first two games. So we definitely need uh you know better defense in some aspects, but I think they play good defense at different spots. But I think uh, D'Anthony Melton, he'd be much needed off the bench. We need that one. We got bench going collectively. They do pretty decent, but we need that one person that we know that can go off. And I've seen D'Anthony Melton have some hot streaks. Um He's done that the first two games. He's shown he's shown some improvement, and he missed to do it all. He's living up to it. So
1: that's my grizzly week. Yeah, that's a good one, Shark, and that's almost who I picked. Um, He has been very key um, in providing the spark that he's given the grizzlies off the bench um he came in really hot the game one against Cleveland um and then yesterday um and then against the, the Clippers he he gave you 20 plus points dealt, so that was good but for me I think it's it's got to be John Morant for me um averaging 32 points a game um the assist that he's giving out it's also the energy that he's feeding off as well too just um a game one against the Cavs you kind of saw there was a a video of him you know talking to the crowd and you know saying what he said against the crowd and then just you know, having him come out in the fashion that he did against the Clippers to kind of set the tone um for how the game ended up ending and in them getting the win. So I think, you know, the energy that he that he provided as long as the leadership um is the is the reason John Moran is the the grizzle of the week for me. My of the week goes to one of
2: the new Grizzly and that's uh Big Steve and them Steven Adams. Um in these first two games, I think when we first well, when we first acquired him in the trade with New Orleans, I think a lot of questions was going to be about how Memphis was going to function on the offensive end, of, and it looks like that just at least for these two games, no disrespect to Jonas Valanciunas at all, but the Grizzlies' offense look a, a whole lot better th- in these first two games than we did last year. Um, Steven Adams is not a guy that's going to look for his offense, but when the opportunity is there, Of course, he's going to cash in Um, eight points, 14 rebounds in the game against the Cavs uh, came out the gate against the Clippers with five early assists. And then, of course, he finished the game with 17 points and uh, nine rebounds. Of course, I just highlighted the big third quarter that he had, but uh, just him, how he looks on offense, he looks comfortable within the offense as far as just keeping the ball moving, uh, getting a lot of uh, assists off of backdoor cuts, which I think. Did not see in his game at all when I watched him in Oklahoma City or even in New Orleans for that matter. Um, so, yeah, Grizz of the Week for me will go to uh, Big Steven here, Steven Adams.
3: Um, before I give my Grizz of the Week, I, I actually want to give my flowers um, to one of our colleagues, um, and that is Skyler Clayton. Skyler, we were wrong. Um, you were the only one that called Desmond Bain as a starter, um, and we were wrong. Maybe two. You got it. Um, so I'll give it to you, too, as well. Cap, I'm sorry. Um, he definitely looks like a starter. But my Grizz of the Week uh, this week is actually I like to do things unorthodox. I know how I did last year, uh, last basketball season. And that's Dylan Brooks. Um, the reason why I'm giving him our Grizz of the Week is because he is now allowed DeAnthi Melton, who's been in your girl's DMs, along with uh, Desmond Bain to truly shine in these first two games. These are not, they're not playing against like, I don't know, we, we talked about like low quality opponents such as maybe the Cavs, but the Cavs are going to be fine. Um, the Cavs are a young and upcoming team such as the Grizzlies were even last season and this season. We're talking about the Clippers who are legitimately a playoff contender um, and were same team um, two games away from going to Western Conference Finals last year. Um. Been so the shining goes to De, De Anthony Melton and Desmond Bain, who are actually two and three right now in regards to scoring on the Grizzlies. Uh, where Melton's giving you 21, Bain's giving you pretty much 21. Uh, he's in your girls' DMs, giving her 21, six, and four, uh, three assists a game as well. Um, and so, like I said, with him just opening up, uh, with Brooks being down right now. Uh, Shout out to these two, because now it's going to be a fight to see who's actually going to be the starter. But I agree with you, Cap. We got to have DM in and out of the girls, DMs coming off the bench and giving us what we need because he's doing this against starters. He's not doing this against like role players and bench players. Well, they are role players, but he's not doing this against the bench. So that's why I I agree. But again, my greatest of the week is Dylan Brooks until he gets better.
4: Well said, Um, Mine was going to be melting. Um, Like he's he's doing, like you said, what he's doing against starters, and he's looking good. He's looking to take full advantage of, you know, Dylan Brooks being gone. But, uh, Skylar, I think the words you were looking for from Mr. John Morant was, y'all got 12, y'all got me. And I think that with this third-year swag that he got going on (laughs) – like, he damn near may be unstoppable. <laughs> it's like, I, hey, I play with him on 2K. He already is, first and foremost. So, I can just imagine how they transition on the actual court. So, if I had to um, pick a Grizz of the week, it will definitely be uh, John Morant, Mr. Y'all got 12, y'all got me. This is his team. We're going to go as far as he take us. But, like I said, I know it's just two games into the season. But, man, oh, man, it's going to be a fun season for us Grizz fans. So, uh, I mean, I'm excited to watch how, how 12 continues to progress.
0: And sure, for sure. It's definitely going to be a fun ride. And of course, I gave Josh his process as, as MVP candidate, so I had to choose somebody else Your <laughs> get process for player of the week. And I mean, we it was a plethora of options. Any of the starters, like I said, I think the starters are averaging double figures. Uh, shout out to Triple J and the rebounding. Um, not only him, though. I mean, it's a collective team. they all rebounded, But Triple J is averaging about, what, seven? He, I think he got seven each game. And two and a half yeah. blocks.
2: Yep. 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 So, the one that he ended up fighting for, I think it was like midway through the fourth quarter where he, I think he got a foul call on them. And I was like, yes, that is what I need to see there. That yep. is it. interesting.
0: And let's move on to predicting the upcoming week. And once again, say it again, I hate to keep saying it, but we are recording for the Lakers game. And <laughs> this episode comes out comes out after the Lakers game. So uh we're going to predict the Bills, not the Bills, the uh Portland Trailblazers, um, at Golden State and versus the Miami Heat Saturday night at the Fair is Forum. So, what do y'all have us going this week?
1: Uh, weesh. Weesh. Oh that's tough. i'm trying to think i'll take a i think i i can't see them going into portland and winning the game that game is typically regardless of how good the team is whether you're the Lakers, the, the nets or whatever like any team is going to go into there and struggle so i'll give them that loss um steph curry is playing it on a whole different level but it's not even just steph curry that's playing at a at a crazy level it's really the whole team it's jordan Poole, it's um you know it's Andrew Wiggins and everybody so actually guys give me a one and two um record for this week so I think they lose against Portland and Golden State but they they grab the Miami game
2: I'm gonna flip it over I'm gonna go to a one I think they get the game against Portland I think they lose to uh the Warriors in Oracle and they uh, get the win at home against Miami
3: Uh, tough week for me. Um they're gonna lose against the Warriors because they're on a back to back. And that's second Man,
4: that's not the only reason.
3: <laughs> well, hold on there. I mean, if you're
2: playing against the Trailblazers the night before, yeah. Yeah,
4: it's not the only reason, but
3: continue. Yeah. yeah. So the, you're playing on a back to back and even though the Warriors are playing on back to back as well, it's different when you're at home and you have that home atmosphere and that home crowd. Um, and so we're going into another day of another team that's just going to be shooting the lights out, playing up and down the court. Um, so I think that's definitely a loss. Um, it's a great rebound to play against the Heat. Oh my God! Um, and then who do I want to win the Heat game? Give me Come
4: on, Heat Nation! Come on, Heat Nation!
3: give me i got us beating the trailblazers i got us losing against the warriors and i got two going next go ahead two. oh no 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 because no, no,
4: no, you know me i gotta play no, hey, i gotta say something about the Warriors. i know i know we ain't, know.
3: Going, this. <laughs> we ain't going this i man. know i know man mm-hmm. um but i really wish dylan brooks was back um, man wake up your man, man
4: come on dog.
3: Here I but am is getting
4: rough It's top 10 Lower playing because he was hurt against the Pacers. Is he playing? Do y'all like how's his yeah,
2: was, uh, yeah? That was actually a good game last night, too. By it the way, uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it, North Victor Depot. So just give me one and two. I think we lose to the heat. Ah,
4: uh, there we go. There it is. There we go. There we go. There we go. Well, me and myself, I definitely am going two and one. Um, definitely got us beating the Blazers, um, the Warriors. Like I told y'all at the beginning of the season, oh, let's be real—they're all machine and they tend deep. When they tend deep, that's when they at their best. And the Warriors are rolling and uh, the Chase Center, Trevor. We're not in the Oracle anymore; it's the Chase Center now. Um, so the Chase Center was Thanks. going crazy. <laughs> of course, it was the first game, but hey, they—they they rolling, y'all. So I—I I would love to see the Grizzlies beat the Warriors. Trust me, I would love to see it, but I just can't right now. However, the same reason that I have us not being able to beat the Warriors because the Warriors are 10 deep, I'm not sure you know, outside of Tyler Hero, who may compete for most improved player of the year, by the way, um, I don't see anybody on the bench stopping the Grizzlies when they start using their role players and bench players. So I think that'll help us get the, grid, um, the win against the Grizzlies. So I, I'm coming in uh, 2 on one
0: Man, this is a tough one because unless uh, De'Anthony Melton come out the bench, which I don't think he is – those mentions might be the same <laughs> in that heat game. <laughs> uh, But let me start with Portland. I want to give Portland the win because revenge. We beat them twice in Portland last year. But Norman Powell is out, Uh apparently. True. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to give the Grizzlies that win. I do expect – I kind of expect Portland to have a – every time I expect them like, to go down a notch, they still stay where they at. So it's kind of like – but give me the is they going to get the Portland win. I want to say we're going to be Golden State, but that definitely will be a revenge. We put them out last year. uh. So, Steph and them, they – and those role <laughs> players, that's that,
1: that, that a mental
0: thing. Like, we put them out last year. They they definitely going to get this one. <laughs> oh, And we ain't got Brooks. Oh, my goodness. Oh.
1: that
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got – they got that one. So, the Heat game. Um, that's a tough one because I can see, like I said, Tyler Hero playing much better this year. I had to give him his props. I was getting on him last year. um, But – Give me the grizzlies. I think just the home feeding out the home crowd. I, I would actually be at the game as well. So, um, just feed out the home energy. Uh, job, Morant, four quarter job versus four quarter Jimmy would be a fun sight to see. Um, I'm gonna give ja the edge this time, but that can go either way, man. This 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 is one of the weeks. It's either two and one or one and two. Teeter around the line. I'm gonna say two and one, though. But that does it. Anybody got anything else for this uh episode, man? It's been a great I did. Bad, been season back.
4: I do. I would like for us to talk about how the Matrix is falling, and that the Memphis Hustle was actually able to sign Kareem maine nice. so now we gotta get a Hustle Main like <laughs> <we> jersey. <laughs> <laughs> come on, uh, come on, man! That is like not it. supposed to happen. I
0: like That's this. Nah, it was supposed to happen. It was it right. Happen. It was, was supposed to happen.
2: Bro. <laughs> <laughs> part right. of the simulation, bro. That Memphis got someone named Maine <laughs> on the roster.
4: <laughs> I need a jersey. I need it. I don't care if he do not play a game, but I don't care how I, 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 I will. Yes, jersey. we would definitely
2: need to find a hustle jersey for Kareem Main. Yes, <laughs>
4: because they're like, if he gets signed to the Grizzlies, I gotta get a Grizzlies main jersey. Like, man, I, I, I need a
0: Kareem Main up there as well. On, man. Shout out to Kareem Main, but. Remember, and you can follow us on Twitter at starting five to number five M-E-M. Uh, follow Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies. And listen to the other podcasts on the network as we roll out. Five podcasts a week going forward. So 3ND, Core 4, GBB Live, and The Long View. And remember, you can follow
2: me at the one underscore P-Shark.
1: And I'm at underscore Scott Lee on Twitter. Nothing's
2: changed. I'm still at the auto, Trevor. Of is still the preposition. So
3: you know what to do with that. No, they actually probably don't a lot of people failed english class but anyways uh <laughs> continue to let it rain my man desmond bang and stay in your girls dms my man the anthony melton it's really shitty
4: and last but not least at Tev shakir kareem if you're listening bro bless us bless us man no pun intended bless us well man. next
0: <laughs> time go breeze